Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many yeah, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. lineup it's just me and luke today how you doing mate hey i'm doing well thank you how about you i'm all right i'm all right so so kept away kept away this week so it's just me and luke so you know we can we can we can be mischievous because kept the one that keeps us in line isn't he yeah you know? that's true kept keeps so, the tight ship he does he does it's all gonna go downhill after this and that <laughs> so listen look sports and plug so today we're gonna do a bit of, bit of ufc chat which well i say we Luke's going to escape me in UFC, because let's be honest, I don't know what I'm talking about with UFC. So apart from when it's Ngannou fighting, it's about the only thing I know. Uh, and then we'll do a bit of transfer chat, and then obviously we're going to get you guys to join us a bit more and give us your suggestions of, you know, subjects you want to talk about, things that have happened in sport, just general, you know, things, and things want to talk about and talk about them. And Luke's playing with his dog toy, so... <laughs> I, I'm not one. <laughs> right, while Luke tries to source his dog out. So before we start anything else... Um, just a bit of sad news, unfortunately, which we need to start off with. Um, I'd like to pass on our condolences and thoughts to, uh, to the family of Rachel Ellis. For those of you who don't know, um, Rachel Ellis was a Liverpool fan who used to travel home and away watching the men's teams, the women's teams, uh, and to be honest, we used to watch the academies. Uh, I've met Rachel a couple of times at the women's game. She, she was a lovely lady, really, you know, really enthusiastic about the Reds. Unfortunately, she, uh, she passed away earlier this week. So, from obviously me, Luke, and the trippers, just like to pass on her condolences to her family and you know, and wish her wealth. So, but before oh, Luke's back, uh, so, I'm back. We'll just talk about Rachel. So, um, just so you know, I think Luke, it's the women's euro start next week, next yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, the women's yeah. euro start next week, and I'm part of a sweepstake for it. And uh, my team is Germany Ooh, in, in the sweepstake. I mean, look at the bets because I don't think I think Germany weren't too bad in the betting odds. Actually, I think they were quite, quite good. One. I, I I watch a bit of women's football, but I'm not a massive follower in it. So I asked, are Germany one of the favourites? So have I got a good chance of winning? And someone that, put, yeah. you might have an outside chance. And I was like, that's good enough for me. So outright, so we go one, two, three, four. They're fifth. They're the fifth favourite. I think England won tonight, like five one. Against, yeah, they were uh, playing Holland, Holland, who were third favourites. England, the second favourites. Spain are the favourites, which is no real surprise because uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid are very, very strong in women's football. Yes. Uh, and France, who are four favourites, you know, are also very strong because Lyon are the current reigning Champions League, Champions League champions, uh, knocking Barcelona around the final. So it's quite good. Uh, yeah, so the first game is this Wednesday, 
Uh, England in the opening game against Austria. I'm actually going to that with my little one, so that'll be quite interesting. But that is, the only unfortunate thing is that Old Trafford, but you know, <sighs> yeah, crosses you have to bear. <laughs> and then the, the final is on Sunday, the 31st of July in Wembley, which I have luckily already got tickets for. So I've actually not, and this is not me being a, a, an overexcited England fan. Said, oh, we'll get to the final. I literally booked it because I thought you don't get to go to a European. International European fan very often. I mean, you never get to yeah. a men's one, so I actually don't really care who's in the final. It's actually, it'd be just quite I'd want England watch. women to win it because it'd be funny if they win one first. Yeah. They're also a lot more likable as well. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> not that like, difficult. That, that, no, it's not very difficult. I mean, ah, it's not difficult. At, no, when you're, when you're looking at Harry Kane, um, you know Harry Maguire, it's enough to put you off in it, really. So and then Southgate in charge of the waistcoat, but yeah. yeah, yeah, there is that. There is that. I mean, the, the women actually ha- now have a manager who, who knows what they're doing, who isn't Phil Neville, which is always a good thing. Shock, shock, horror. Yeah, who, shock. who knew it? England yeah. team has a manager who knows what they're doing. Yeah, she's a, FA oh, it was a good idea to let them in. Wow. I know. Do you know it's really bad? Her name is uh, She was she used to be the manager of the uh, the, the Dutch doctor side as well. So, but yeah, from what I've seen, results wise, she's, she's doing really good. So, you know, quite excited. Aren't really any, any Liverpool players unfortunately in, in the England side, sadly. Maybe next. Uh, but, there are, there are, but there are uh, there are a couple in Belgium side and in the Northern Ireland side as well. Uh, Rachel Finesse, who's doing very well for them. So, fingers crossed. Who is now the all-time leading goalscorer for Northern Ireland, which is always mm. good. So while I try and get me, me breath back, because I've I managed to speak there without breathing in, which is quite impressive. Uh UFC, come on, educate yes. me. What is it a big UFC or is it is it a fight or is it like when the fight night? Uh, it, it's a fight night this week. Uh, the big UFC okay. card is gonna be next weekend, but uh, the, uh, this weekend right. um it's um I think some I think uh journalists dubbed it like the worst uh the worst card name value ever. Um, because it was two top 15 ranked lightweights that no one really has heard of. And and I was like, that's a bit disrespectful to say like they're the worst net, like the worst main event name wise, because no one's really heard of them. Because this is what the the fight nights are really about for the UFC, because uh, this one's going to be in the apex, which is pretty much behind closed doors um, with a few, yeah. with just, a few hundred fans in it. it. Laura Duffy has said, "Being more likable is a very low bar." I mean, to be fair, that's where England England men are. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're also they also play nice football as well, which also helps. Oh, yeah. But you know, anyway, back to UFC. Yeah. So, so the fight nights are usually like fighters that are on the cusp of making it onto that main card in front of the big crowd, and and usually there are a couple of fights on it that are people are are like, okay, these are good fights. The rest of them are most of them make their debuts in the UFC. Um, but there are a couple of good fights this weekend. Uh, the co-main event is probably the standout one, and that's uh, UFC veteran Neil Magny versus uh, rising up-and-comer Shavkat Razmanov. Um, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and and, he, and he's probably, he's 15-0 at the moment. I think he's had three fights in the UFC, three finishes. I think he's 15 wins, 15 finishes. So, if he beats Neil Magny, he'll just be outside the top 10 at welterweight. And that division is pretty much, um, it, it's a pretty deep division or full of contenders. So should he get a win, it will be two fights away from fighting for the title. So that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty interesting. And then we've got Khabib's cousin fighting on the card. Uh, he's undefeated as well. Um, and he's fighting, I think he's fighting a Brit or is he okay. fighting an American? I think he's fighting an American. Um, Habib Red Stevens. Red Stevens boy. Worst card name value is surely Sports Unplugged with <laughs> Kev. I think he means. Uh, first, he means without Kev. He, without he, Kev. To be fair, he's to be fair. He's got a point. He got to love Red Steve, haven't you? He has got a point. I love Red Steve. Yeah. So, um, so that um, fight with Umar Nurmagomedov versus Nate Harness is is going to be a great fight, and that's around it. Most of them are making the debuts. I've not really heard. Um, <laughs> yeah, we knew what you meant. Uh, honest, we knew, not, we knew what you meant, Red Steve. I can't yeah, imagine I've you playing most of the fighters on that card. So apart from oh, a couple, oh, Christ, mate, if you've not heard about them, I've, we've got, I've got no chance to tell you. <laughs> yeah, and that's so, it, really. Yeah, it's sort of like yeah. a warm up for next weekend. So it's not one step to three AM for then. It's best wait for the next one. So what? 
give us a bit of a preview. What's the plan for the UFC for next week? Where is it? Uh, next week, uh, I will probably do a, a preview with Callum, probably early right. hours of of the morning, probably. And then me and him will do a watch long next weekend, providing he's available. I know I'll be available, but I need to check if he's going to be available. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, Bonkers also points out it's money in the bank as well, so, you know, kind of yes, for that yes. as well. I think there's another yeah. big wrestling event on this weekend. Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door. Uh, which looks great. And UFC New Japan. Unfortunately, a lot of the big stars they wanted to do for these matches are all injured. Which yeah, are all injured. All it's injured, but, um, but... All injured, and plus I think the build's been a slightly botched yeah. for the whole build-up. Obviously, though, although we know wrestling, we all know wrestling is predetermined. That, that's it's kind of you know theatre, isn't it? That's the kind of yeah. the, the way it's done. But it is unusual. You don't normally get two pro- rival, pretty much rival Promotions, companies yeah. work, working together to do a bit of a, a yeah. you know super show, you know all that. So it'll be interesting. At least yeah, I think other companies have done it before. Ring of Honor did it with New Japan uh, Super Card Honor. Yeah, I think I think getting a big Ameri- a, a big American co- a big American wrestling yeah, organization is yeah. difficult. If you go if it, being not sure to ring of honor on the total pole, they're probably third. You know, if they don't get the, yes. the views. They're not WWE and they don't get the views that no, actually I'd say Ring of Honor is probably fourth behind oh, Impact Wrestling. But AEW oh, course, yeah. have bought Ring of Honor. Mm. Um because of the I think Tony Khan, who's actually owns Fulham, his dad owns Fulham as well. Full That's it. Okay, um, Jaguars, isn't it? Yeah, I think there's rumour to be a pay-per-view at Craven Cottage at some point in the next year, two years. So if that does happen, I'll make a, I'll make another trek down to London to, and I might go and watch it. Can you, can you just make sure you book your hotel in the right sort of vicinity? Yeah, the, I'll make uh, sure I book the hotel in the right place. Because didn't you again. book your hotel near Wembley, even though it was at the O2? Uh, no, no, I booked it near the O2. And it was near Wembley. But an hour's uh, train yeah. like that. When I rang Callum off the train, he was like, Yeah, do you know it's near Wembley? I was like, For sakes. I booked it near the O2. And I tried to rig the Premier Inn because there was one near the near Wembley, but no one picked up the phone. So I had to Yeah, yeah that was, was a nightmare. That was Lord FA Cup final weekend as well. Laura Duffy's getting close to comment and I smashed the like button like UFC fighters smash each other in the face. <laughs> uh, I know oh. we don't ask for likes, like, but uh, sure, that comment just tickled me. <laughs> yeah, that's a great comment as well. Yeah. So, what was the big fight? So, who, who's your money for the big fight then? Uh, big fight. What for next week? Or for, yeah, um, not this week because for my oh, yeah. soul, you don't know. Uh, you don't know who the fighters are. So, the, um, Israel Adesanya to retain. Um, right. I feel like we're going to get his best performance. I feel like. Um, he's his last fight wasn't great. Um, I don't think it's his fault. I just think he's bored of fighting the same guy again. Um, so it's someone new for him to fight. So that'll be mm-hmm. that'll be good. And I think uh, controversially, I think Volkanovski is going to beat Max Holloway, and I think he's going to beat him decisively on points. And then we can end this trilogy, and then he can move on to then f- hopefully. Fingers crossed, he fights Charles Oliveira end of the year um, for the vacant belt and Volkanovski can have a chance of being double champ because I just not want to see Habib's um, mate fight the belt because he does not deserve it. Okay, okay. Right, before we move on to the transfer chat, uh, so go on, guys, put, put your comments in and let us know if there's other stuff you want to talk about. Uh, Rico sixty three, good to have you back in the chat. We haven't seen him for a little while. Rooney resigns. What next for him? Yeah, that got announced probably a couple of hours ago. He's resigned from Derby. Announced today, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few hours ago, it's only a few hours ago. But um, is that? I haven't read the statement. So is that because the takeovers not happened, or is that to aid the takeovers? They they could put their own people in charge. I think it so must have been a combination of everything at that club. Yeah. I, think I think there was a guy that was meant to take over. I don't think take over. I don't relegate, but I mean, you know, form-wise, they actually, they actually did quite. He actually did quite well, quite a thin squad. If he didn't have the point deduction, they would have finished like seven points out of the playoffs. If they Which, didn't when have the how, points, when you look how thin that squad is, yeah, yeah, it's, it's an impressive, 
that's an impressive. It'd be interesting what, what where he goes next. Um, there is always that loom of if Lampard that, doesn't start well at Everton, correct? <laughs> that story's going to rumble. It, it writes itself, doesn't it? Or uh, Ten Hag doesn't get a good start at Man U. I don't think he goes to Man U only because I think he need. I think he'd want a step up from the Championship, well, either higher Championship, lower end Premier League, um, before to prove his, to, you know, prove your worth. He's actually then, surprised you know, me. Then, He's actually yeah. surprised me. I thought he'd be utterly useless. I thought yeah, he, I thought it would be like, oh, well, ex big name. He thinks he can cut it as a manager, but then when it gets to the nitty gritty. He doesn't. He yeah, but he's actually really surprised. He's like he's finally he's matured. Yeah, he's been quietly impressive. Uh, I yeah, think so. Derby players yep. got signed by Palace. Mm-hmm. The striker the and the winger that was after was Manu was after uh, rejected Manu yeah. to went to, to go to Palace, which was always it's always fun to see. Uh, I mean, Palace is Palace is becoming a bit of the uh, the place to go now. If you're um, uh, a young you're young. Ex- Young, exciting player, you want to step up from the Championship to the Premier League. Palace seems to be the place to go. Seems they have a nice mix there with you know, Eze and uh, Aloisi. Eze, Aloisi. The striker, I can never, who's never, because of them. Uh, never Edward retain. Mateta. Mateta, he always looks brilliant when he plays. Actually, his name does not stick in the end. But when I see him play, I'm like, oh no. He's one, he's one it's a handful. There's a handful up front, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's one you hope gets injured, you know, before you play them. You're like, oh, he's got a niggle. Oh, that's unfortunate. Deep down thinking, thank Christ he's not playing. Yeah, I, just I cause your problems. He would get another championship job. It'd be interesting think, to see who gets yeah. sacked first next season. His name will be instantly linked. To the I job. think so, yeah. I think so, yeah. So beyond, beyond merit as well, though, because I think he, he, you know, yeah. at least that's somebody who's, you know, dropped down and... Uh, I think who else has moved. Uh, I know Harry Keel's moved to Celtic as a first team. First coach. team coach. That probably is the best move for him because his managerial record yeah. was a bit up and down. It has been up and down. I mean, to be fair, he's, he's, it's been a lot of League One, League Two clubs. Which look, I think you know, managed, you uh, didn't he manage Notts County for like half a season yeah. and then it didn't mm. start off well? And Notts County went down to the National yeah. League. I think so. Yeah. So he's. Um, I say he's, he's not going for the big jobs. That's in the next one. So he's not like. He's not like you know, Lampard or, you know, walked into just a big job because of who you name is. Uh, so... I, I, I knew that was going. Yeah. I mean, I you know, you're going to keep... You could uh, give Gerard that a little bit, you know, jump from managing kids to managing the Rangers. It's a hell of a job. He did very well there, but, you know, if his name wasn't Stephen Gerrard, I don't think he gets that looking. You know, but you look at Cooper, who's brought Forrest up. Yes. You know, he's had to cross his teeth accordingly, you know, did, you know, a lot of youth football. I think he won the he won the World Cup with the England 18s for England. 17s, didn't he with England? Yeah, yeah. But he did really well with. Um, he did really he did well with Swansea. Swansea, yep. Yeah. And then he went to. And yeah. then he took Forest over. The Forest shop wasn't an easy job. Uh, oh no, Forest shop mess. I know. Forest so, was mess, yeah. and he's done really, really well. Yeah. Um, so. Go 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 go. There you go. Uh, Lord of reckons Harry Kill's last job was at somewhere like Barnet. So uh, that's what. So I wonder no, if he, that wouldn't have surprised me, you know. Yeah, so, you never know. Yeah, so you wonder him. He wants to do a bit of a bit of a Mike Beal, Michael Beal. You know, do a couple years as number two, pick up you. You know, that Michael is an excellent coach which needs his opportunity. I think for Kuehl, maybe he just wants to learn under a couple of other managers to yeah, pick up new tricks, pick up new training methods, new ways of thinking, well. without without the without the um, the pressure of being the manager, and then you look for your next manager job. Because it means to how Michael Beal does he. Because within football world, he's, he's highly thought of as a coach. Yeah, so this is his first job. The, like Gerard's brain. Do you know how you got the Klopp and Buvac? Like, oh, Buvac's yeah, yeah. brains behind the operation. That was well, sort the first of thing Gerard. Michael Beale yeah, was. It's first thing Gerard did, wasn't he? Since he went to Rangers, it was, I want Michael Beale. That was his, you know, his t- number two. That's who he wanted. So, you know. Yeah. That's clearly, you know, he clearly got a thing. So, very so interesting to see how he does at QPR. Yeah, we'll be, yeah. Uh, there's a couple of QPR fans I follow on, on social media. They're all uh, they all seem quite quite excited by him. Quite you know, exciting young manager. I think you know they they hope he does well there. So I think Mark Warburton um, has been announced on West Ham's coaching staff. So I've got announced today as well. So he's going to be in one. David Moyes' back room. Uh, so I've just put uh, 
Kuehl had a terrible barnet. <laughs> I know how much <laughs> one matter. <laughs> I was like, oh dear. <laughs> he did have a terrible barnet, though, didn't he? Do you know that weird double ponytail thing he tried to pull off? It, well, oh, it, my it, it didn't really work. It oh, didn't really work. Less is said so, about that, the better. I know, I know. You wish it would disappear sometimes, didn't you? What, like, you mean like IP Vanish? Oh, look at that! Look at that! It's been worse fun. There we go. It only took six weeks and you finally got one of these terrible puns. Red Steve's doing his nothing now over this. So, for those who don't know, uh, if you're browsing online using incognito, it doesn't actually protect your privacy. Uh, what you need to do is get yourself a VPN. So, IP Vanish VPN is easy and keeps you truly secure on the internet. So, it protects all your personal details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and you completely shielded from any undesirables, which is kind of what you want, really. So these guys are rated uh, 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. And if you get an IP Vanish, it, you can use it on any device, whether it's computer, tablet, phone, at home, or, or in public, and it doesn't impact your speed. And the offer they're giving you guys is 70% off their yearly plan uh, with 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're basically getting nine months for free. If you want to take up the offer, details are in the description below and just go to ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers. There we go. Cool. Look at that. Avo, Avo says seamless, seamless. Laura Duffy, well done, oh, no. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to admit, it's the only thing I was worried about. There's no Kev, there's no Kev today. How am I going to get this yeah. IP Vanish link in? Red Steve. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> We're Bracky, we're Bracky Luke practicing this before the show. You're joking, aren't you? Do you think this is pre-rehearsed? <laughs> <laughs> I did say, I did. I mean, to be fair, Luke did say, "What's your pun gonna be?" And I went, "I just haven't thought of one yet." <laughs> so, so I was like, "I haven't thought of one yet." Um, so, good luck. Make, sure, you, make sure you got your you're paying attention. <laughs> cool. So it's been a bit of transfer window wise. It's starting to. Pick up a bit for not Liverpool. We've we're done for the summer. So, oh yeah, you know. business is done for Liverpool. Yeah, it's done. We're, we're just getting rid of in. players now. Three in, loads of players going out, sorted. But um, looks like Calvin Phillips is going to City. I think. Um, Forty-two billion up. pounds, I think, rising to rising 50. to four. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah, price to fifty, and there's a young, there's a young. Um, oh God, your dog's not impressed with that deal. Um, and there's a young going to leave yes, five for five million. Deal, I think separate deals, but you know, the, it's a bit like when we swap Kev Stewart for Rob, for Robinson, separate deals, but you know, same thing. Yeah. Um, interesting move because your gut feeling is, well, he's not going to get, he's not going to replace Rod, he's not going to out, oust Rodri. But I wonder, does it give them? A bit more of a tactical flexibility to go a bit more two DMs four two three one maybe more for latter stages of Champions Leagues you know so for example the Real Madrid game if it happened again yeah you put you, you know have a bit more of a defensive cut I mean, and also there's still talk Gundogan might be going going his way plus maybe they also think it gives a chance to rest Rodri while rest you know, Rodri yeah because let's be honest not as good as back yeah, end of season. You could tell that his legs were gone. You could tell his legs were gone. Um, I'm surprised how cheap they got him. £42 million for a English international. Arguably, you'd say he's in his peak years as well, age 26. If that was like any other club, you're probably paying 50, 60. The fact that City's just gone, yeah, we'll pay 42, which is probably under market value. I think that might have helped the fact that he's been injured for half the season for Leeds. Um, it is very interesting because when you yeah. look at him as a player, John was saying to me, it's called John says it's called squad death. Yeah, we've just said that it, it yeah. is a squad death. Option, but we're just trying to say tactically, what he's doing, he does give him a tactical switch as well. Uh, John was saying apparently, uh, Liverpool couldn't spend 40 million on Phillips. So I don't think it's because he couldn't. Does think it's a problem? I just does Klopp want him. I mean, there is an argument we could do with another number six to give for so we can rest Fabinho. Or the other, fl- or my, or the other flip for me is yourself for being your Henderson to 
take your turns being number six, you can rest one or the other, and you bring another more attack-minded midfielder to, again, give you something else. something different to Rodri as well, because Phillips has got a much better long passing game than he has got a short passing game. And to play in that uh, deep line role for City, he'll need to improve his short passing game a lot. Um, but it, it the, can help uh, unlock a Rodri to push Rodri further forward because Rodri yeah. chipped in with, with seven goals, I think, uh, this yeah. season. So. And, the way, and the way we... Obviously, all these tweak it slightly different, but I, Fabinho is required to do a lot of work. And again, my only worry with Phillips is his injury record. You know, how much of how, how much how much of playing for Leeds has really took it out of him? Because and the Bielsa style as well. The Bielsa think, style, that's a hard style. I think before the season just gone, he played majority of the games. I think it was only this season where he missed like a large majority of the season. Maybe... I just said the style did catch up with him in the end, and yeah, that's, I think every that's... time he got close to getting back fit, Leeds were like, "Yeah, we need him, so you're going to play." Yeah, so and he rushed back, which he would broke be... down the end. Did the same with Bamford. Yeah, because yeah, he wouldn't be Bamford... rushed back at City, would he? Realistically, he wouldn't need it. No. As Laura said, it gives City another homegrown option, which is true. You yeah, know, I don't think they have a homegrown issue, but you know, we'll see. What, we'll see what they say from there. So let's see. And so it's probably. Either Gundogan or Silva. Yeah, the Silva talk still. I mean, there's talk Silva's been wanting to leave. You know, a couple if Manu two years pull a finger out the rear ends to get Frankie De Jong, I think that could accelerate Stop. a few moves for Barcelona, like Lewandowski, Bernardo Silva. I think you're just waiting for Manu to pull the finger out. And yeah, possibly. I mean, we'll, yeah, I mean, we'll move on to Manu because there's three players they've been sort of heavily linked with. Uh, one is De Jong. Uh, yeah. The talk is, you know. Another offer is going in. Like I say, talk, talk. We'll, we'll find out if it's true. But what they're offering, what Barcelona are offering, are still quite a bit apart. So he's a, very, he's, a, he's a very, very good player. Um, De Jong. Has Barcelona thing hasn't quite worked out for him, but I yeah, think it's more. I think that's more to with Barcelona than the basket well. case. Yeah, yeah, it is because he was great for Ajax. I still think he's a really, really good uh, player. And then the other two is there's heavy talk now that Christian Eric. So it's either United or Brentford is going. Ericsson again, it replaces the matter experience. Yeah. Obviously he's younger as well. Gives him some something from dead ball specialists. You know, it's just whether he's happy to be a squad option. Because he's not going to start week yeah. in, week out for United, or if he wants to be wants to start every week for Brentford. For Brentford. It's an it's I, an interesting it's an interesting one. I really want him to stay at Brentford. I just feel like that that it's a better fit for him to be at Brentford to play week in week out. But yet again, we don't know what his situation is with his heart. Maybe he does doesn't want to play week in week out anymore. Maybe he does want that that squad option. And at United, he's going to be paid a you know a lot of money, a lot of money. We know Man you like to 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 whip out the check uh, the checkbook to give him the uh, give him the wages, uh, and it does replace that matter experience. But yet again, yeah. United still need a defense midfielder. Having a midfield of of they've the young, they've got McFred. What more do you want? Oh, Fred, you've seen uh, uh, McTominay. I uh, images going around of him looking like he's he spent the whole summer in the gym. And man, you fans are going, Yeah, he's gonna be back next season. He's gonna he's gonna drive on yeah. the field. And you think, God, they never learn, do they? No, I mean, he's I mean the savior. to give it. Give him a shoe. I actually thought second half of the season, Fred did all right when they played a bit, a bit more. Yeah, yeah. I thought forward. He was most... Basically, not as a DM because he's not a DM. He's a box, you a know, box it, midfielder. Yeah, and he's more effective. So, yeah. you know, that's the... Um, we'll, have, we'll have to see. Uh, John has also pointed out uh, Jesus has gone to Arsenal, hmm. which is which is good for Arsenal because they need strikers. They can't, they can't rely on Nketiah to do it all for it. It'd be interesting, do they do Jesus down the middle? Is that what they promised him? Or is they going to use them as a wide like City did? City used them a lot wide right. That's kind of where they used them, really. So, 45, 50 million, I think. Yeah. So, be. I think that would be, be an interesting wage. Look, it gives them an option. They need, they need attackers. You know, the talk is, you know, we'll come to Rafinha. There's a bit of a bit of a bum fight for Rafinha at the moment, uh, understandably. Uh, so, but look, play. yeah. Also, Arsenal need to, need to pad that squad out because that squad they had. Yeah, they're small as yet, and they got Europe, so it'd be interesting. Uh, and then Newcastle uh, have done bottom, 
pretty much done Botman today. Finally got the Sven Botman deal over the line. Um, obviously, Ooh. Fabrizio, the the king of the tapping, as oh, he's no. now uh, recently he's been known as, and, and he's just tapped in the Botman news over the line. Yeah, Botman looks like he's done. I think Botman's been linked with Newcastle since January uh, this year. Uh, I think it's a great bit of business. He plays in the same position as Dan Byrne, plays that left-sided uh, centre-back role. So that probably means Dan Byrne's going to, you know, probably take a seat on the bench. Uh, let's, try the wild, let's try the wild thing of playing two, left foot, two left-sided players in the centre-back. Someone said it doesn't really happen very often. It doesn't happen much because everyone moans like, oh, you can't have two left-sided centre-backs. But, but yeah, two right-sided ones. Two, yeah. It's not about having yeah. a left footer. It's like everyone's like, oh, okay. That's all. Yeah. You, like, you can't have too many of them. Yeah. Van Dyke and John Terry, both right footers, but prefer the left. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's a bit of a strange one. Uh, they also had Nick Pope uh, for 10 million. Oh, that's which, a steal. 8 million pounds I think, for Nick Pope. 10, wasn't it? I think. Oh, was it right? Was it right? Look, uh, Newcastle needed a decent goalkeeper for a while. Debravka, he's all right. The, the other two lads, no. That's a good move. It's good move for Pope, and I think it's a good, good move for Newcastle. Yeah, especially when, like, apparently Nottingham Forest got quoted forty million by Burnley for Nick Pope when when um, Forest's keeper announced that he wanted to go back to France. I think Nottingham Forest quoted forty million, and now Newcastle got him for a quarter of the price, which is mental. Yeah, so fair enough. Uh, oh, more. Kenyan consort will put one billion into the stadium and fund available transfers for the new owners. Ah, is this the new Everton? Because that's the thing. Is Everton are apparently up for sale, aren't they? Are they? Um, apparently so. Yeah, apparently they. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, they've been bringing people around. That so again, is this because of you know the the ties of Usman off? You know, because obviously you can't have any anyone with a Russian connection connected to your club. So been interesting. Be an interesting one again. I mean, it's good that they'll for Everton that they'll you know make sure the stadium's got built and invest in a transfer market for them. But again, at the moment, Everton are in a big FFP tightrope, yeah. So, they've got to make sure that they balance the books because they've been which is what which is why the, the talk is they're trying to sell for Charleston. I mean, it's 40 50 million the talk for Charleston to then because then the talk is they want uh, Everton what Harry, Harry Weeks, uh, apparently 20, 20 million for him. Million. Apparently, everything wants to on loan with an option to buy. Yeah, so, so that's that that that's a deal that's got a long way to go. But Harry Winks is a solid player, but talk is everything what a defensive midfielder. I don't think that's Harry Winks. Yeah, Harry Winks is more of it's not a defensive midfielder. It's not a box to box. He's just like bit of a Joe Allen. Uh, yeah, just a bit of a Joe Allen. Just bit of Joe Allen, of you know. doesn't do it particularly well. But yeah, so. He's a, he is an interesting one. And then, oh, back to Arsenal. They also signed a midfielder. Do you remember those things? You could sign midfielders. Great. Uh, Fabio, Fabio Vieira, who was once yeah, linked with Fabio Liverpool, Vieira. of course. So can you imagine, you know, social media being what it is, everyone went berserk because <laughs> Liverpool didn't bid for a player that we didn't bid for. He made like 20 <laughs> league starts last season, which isn't a lot. Yeah, um, he's highly he thought of, isn't he? Yeah, it's very highly thought of, though, isn't he? So... But again, yeah. is he what Arsenal need? Probably not, because he's a because he's another. He's he's like he's going down the Wenger route by like another slight attacking midfielder plays in the same position as as Odegaard. Is it a position yeah. that they needed to strengthen? Was, maybe, but was it a priority? Maybe Probably it's not. Odegaard, Smith Rowe, and this guy. You rotate between the three of them. Play only play two of the three of them in Prem in Europe. Maybe that's why. Plus, there is that there is that gaping issue of Pepe. Which I'm assuming they're going to try. I, I assume he's going they're to try and flog because he just doesn't. He, he doesn't get picked, does he? So, but the big transfer saga he seems to be at the moment is Rafinha. So, Arsenal have been have had apparently a bid turned down for him. I believe Tottenham have looked at him, but again, I Chelsea have looked at Richardson and Chelsea are looking at looking at him. So, you know, but he wants to go to Barcelona. <laughs> but he wants to go to Barcelona. Yeah, but Barcelona, got, Barcelona haven't got any money until this. Until yeah, sell De Jong. Barcelona can't sell De until United, basically, which which no United will pay the asking price eventually. They're not in the position where they're going to mm. negotiate that price down at all. They're going to pay the asking price in the end. Um, yeah, but I, I wonder if that's what United are trying to change. Is for years, ever have known, if you hold out long enough, 
they'll pay and they'll pay big. And that's Remember always with, the thing that... with Maguire, they tried to hold out, hold out, hold out, and then they just ended up yeah. paying the 80 million. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, look, it doesn't always work, but Liverpool to the, to the credit Muggs has, have sort of played this bluff game and gone, that's our figure, take it or leave it. And Liverpool have been willing to leave it. Uh, yeah, to willing to walk away, yeah. Yeah, so, which is, look, between you and me, that's, that's what I think is happening with Chamberlain. I don't think we mind if Chamberlain goes, but you just don't tell the world um, that. I mean, don't mind if he particularly stays, but I I do feel like that we do want him to go because he's been I think wants to go all since Nottingham Forest. Which yeah. means he's probably had a disagreement with Klopp somewhere down the line. Yeah, I just think the team's advanced beyond him, to be honest. That's just the way it is. But I think it's also then to stop people coming in with silly offers like, oh, here's five million for... No, Chamberlain, they obviously have a figure that, that there'll be a number which we'll never know what it is. Yeah, There'll be a number that number go, hit that number, yours. he goes, because uh, the Alvaro pointed out the language used by Liverpool was interesting, but the, what, which was briefed out was, you know, Liverpool don't want to be, for, will only be forced back into the market if a midfielder leaves. It kind of says to me, which is, it's kind of code for, please will buy him and then we'll get him. And again, I don't think this is all buy to sell stuff, which I know gets really, everyone really upset. I actually think we're at the point, I think we're actually at the 25 player mark. As into, I think we physically have yeah, to. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I think we had to. I think we have to kick someone out to make physical room in the squad now. And if you don't, and you you buy someone there and then try to kick him out, everyone knows you need to get rid of someone, which then means you got to let him go on the cheap. So we'll have to. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Cool. So where do you think Rafinha goes then? What would you do if you were looking at Rafinha? Uh, I think he goes to Barca in the end. Um, I think. With Arsenal, he's got a bit of a personality. He's got a bit of an attitude. And we saw what Arteta did with Aubameyang and he just throws him out completely. So imagine with your with your brand new 65, I think it's going to cost around £65 million signing, and you fall out with him in the first three months. Are you going to freeze him out and then ship him off within the year later? Or are you going to have to put your ego aside to work with him and get the best out of him. Um, so I don't think we'll go to Arsenal. Um, I don't <laughs> Look, think he'll go to Chelsea just either. Sorry, just interrupt Laura Duffy. Haha, <laughs> you could just record that little bit of dialogue for every Arsenal recruit. Is that who they need? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> it does true. feel it does feel that way. It's like Jeff for years we kept saying to Wenger he needed to buy a centre half and a and a centre and a centre mid. He just never did. What, another He's, number ten. Yeah, go on. Yeah, <laughs> well, number ten. Yeah, you know, bless him. Uh, Chelsea, I mean, he's probably what Chelsea needs because the talk is... starts for Chelsea, but I saw things that Thomas Tuchel wants to play in right wing back. I saw that and I was like, no, come on, that's got to be like a made-up quote somewhere. It must Tuchel be. It must be. To play right wing back. And I thought, no, no, he did it with Hakim Ziyech at points yeah. of the season where he played right wing back against Brighton. Well, the talk is Hakim Ziyech and Werner, they will listen to offers for... And Pulisic keeps getting linked with a move away. So I think I saw something um, just now on Twitter that Chelsea are going to offer Werner plus money for Matthias De Ligt. Oh, okay. Which would be interesting. Yeah. Can't see where he'd fit in, though. And then, obviously, That's, saw well, Centre-back centre would, would be my guess where he'd fit in. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's not what he is. What? <laughs> um, Delict, he's funny. He's not. He's not really kicked on since Ajax. I mean, it, I've seen milk turn quicker. Neither of that Ajax side that got to the Champions League uh, semi-final have any of them really kicked on since they left. Probably Dion, not. No, the beat uh, Van der Beek, Delict, Ziyech. Like wrong moves, maybe. Uh, wrong moves, wrong. wrong and big price tags. Think about like yeah. Delict when he went to Juve was like. Yes, he's going to be the guy. He's going to be the one that's going to push out Chiellini Bonucci. He's Van Dijk's heir to, for Holland. And he's not, like, he's played like less than 30 league games a season since he's joined. He's not really managed to push any of them out. I think he'll get a starting berth now because I think I think one of them has gone to America. Uh, De Jong, the whole situation with Barcelona is just a mess. Mm-hmm. And the Beek, he spent the season, spent two seasons sat on the bench. And then he went to Everton. Oof. Oh, fella. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then... uh, you, 
Lord Doffer, you've been really disappointed of how Delix has worked out. Yeah, because at the time, I thought that'd be a good move for him. So I thought, you know, he'll learn off Chiellini, Benucci. Do you know what? That's a great learning tree for a young centre-back. Uh, but it's interesting, there's some quotes from Chiellini about his agents saying, like, you know, I was like, I think it's sort of hinted his, his agent just needs to wind his neck and just let the lad concentrate on his football. So you wonder if his head's been turned again. So, you know, I mean, Chiellini uh, has gone to America as well. So if Delict goes as well, it's a bit of a bit of a re- rebuild yeah, job. I do job, think Juve do want to get rid of him because I think there was something in his contract, like next season, they need to pay him like 200 grand a week. And he's got a big release clause as well. I think Juve just want to get like cut ties. They don't want to particularly want to be paying him 200 grand a week if he's not really worked out. Mm. And plus, like Chelsea are sort of desperate for centre backs as well. well. They do need centre backs, don't they? Uh, talk is that Emery Chan had a similar deal, didn't he? At Juventus, went the free from Liverpool, and after the sec- after two seasons, they, they were pushing him on. And talk was he, 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 his clause in his contract was year three, he got a massive bumper pay up, and they didn't yeah. want to. Uh, I don't think they wanted to pay that level of money, so it must be just a thing they, they've got to do. Yeah, and guess um, what? Now, and now, Juve and sign Pogba on a free. On reduced wages to what he was on at Man U. Um, yeah, I think he'll be on about two fifty at UV. Interesting how he works out there. You know, obviously that doesn't seem to suit him, but obviously he hasn't got Pelo in that. Yeah, there's a thing called don't go back to to a former club. Uh, so I'll be wondering, like UV's that club's in just a transition as it is, really. Mm. Like the yeah. Pelo experiment failed and Allegri's not really worked since going back. Yeah. Uh, Bonkers points out uh, Johnny Bairstow and it's not Craig Overton, it's his twin brother. The other Overton did a great partnership uh, to get England 78 runs behind. I think when they came in, England was like 55 for five. And Overton's his first game for England's on, I think he's on 88 and Bairstow's on 100, 120. Mm-hmm. Batting collapse in, in the middle. Oh dear, what a shot. No, the mid no the middle was fine. It's a top order when oh, oh. right. You know what that's, that doesn't that's, surprise me at all because that, the top think, order for England either goes really well or really bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean to give them the credit, uh Trent Bolt, a couple of the couple of the guys we that got us Trent Bolt, I'll be honest, they were just balls that no no one would keep out, you know. I think there's one he got he, he I think the guy he got the guy for LBW if they drop he even said in conversations. Do you know, if he gets his bats to that side, he probably still nicks that out because it's that it's one of those balls you go, it's just unplayable. So he yeah. had a spell for half an hour where it's just like you weren't stopping anything. He was bowling as well. So give him the give him the juice. So but that series of has been very topsy turvy anyway. Uh, it's, it's actually been quite entertaining, to be honest. I mean, yeah. I'm happy of I think of England are winning, uh, because yeah. they won the previous two, but they've been both they've both been like, you know, oh day three, I think well, I think we've lost this now, and day four you're going, Oh, John, you know, we might nick this. It's been quite you know, it's been a bit of an end to as cricket into cricket as end to end. You know, so it's been end-to-end, a good yeah. test match. Yeah, a good test match. Uh, so, it's, but we need uh, PH, but we need we need a midfielder uh, plus another winger. So, okay, we have been linked with a midfielder very tentatively, which was Barella. But again, it's one of those what it's one of those very tentative links from you know random Twitter accounts and journalists that you're going to have no idea if that's a real person. Klopp loves uh, him. Klopp loves him. I mean. Klopp Klopp loves a lot lot of players. He loves Usman Dembele, but we're not going to buy him. You know, like like loves Kane. He loves Messi. I I think the tour for Barella is six. It's probably around the sixty mark, isn't it? Maybe close to seventy. I mean, the talk is that we're we're willing to pay up to fifty, sixty for too many. So that sort of level of money you would think is there, then, unless they talk off to Nunes, we don't know. But um, it's an interesting one. you can't see. I, it it, I get the thing we'll sign one more. I just don't think it'd be of a a Barella level player. I think it'll just be. Yeah, I I don't. Think it like, one, he's Italian, and they don't have the greatest record. In- I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, they didn't really have a great record crossing over in, in, into England. Um, 
I mean, the last two Italians yeah. we had were um, Aquilani and Desena. So, you know, yeah. we've been stung a little bit by... <laughs> I had Fabio Barini as well. Oh, yeah. We, I, I, do you know, that's how bad he was. I forgot about him. Oh, yeah. Man. He was pretty horrific. Uh, Daz TV's in the house. Hello, Daz. Good to see him. We need to get Daz on again. He was good fun. No, actually, last time we had Daz on, we lost the Champions League fans. Maybe we'll have him on again. I don't know. I don't, but I'm not. I'm not sure I can play the Champions League final. Lost and does. Maybe that's a bit harsh. I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, just like I can't play it off on my partner not not being in the house. I must admit that thought did come to my mind when you when we when we'd lost again. I'm sure that's what you said as a as a jinx, which I was a bit fuming over. <laughs> yeah, I literally told the next year if it happens, I'm either one go go going to Istanbul or two. Oh, I'm watching Laura Duff just said uh, Dean Henson went alone to Forest. Wouldn't it? I must have missed that. Yes. That oh, yes. Yes. So that agree- uh, deal has been agreed in principle that once he's come back from his honeymoon, he's going to sign for Nottingham uh, Forest on loan. Oh, fair enough. It's going to be I mean, a great deal. And then United, they're going to sign Watford's first choice keeper as second choice instead of Tom Heaton, uh, which is a bit, uh, a bit odd. She's going to get Ben Foster back. Hey, oh, back oh, oh, for Watford. Oh, he's garbage. Exactly, oh, so brilliant. that's perfect for Man U. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, he's absolute crap, he is. <laughs> uh, so but, f- but for Dean Henson, he, he needs he need to play regular football. Because look, Sheffield United, the Sheffield United move when he played there did him the world of good. Got him in the England squad. You know, got him around. And I wonder if he's thinking, it's probably an England opportunity for him there. Because let's be honest. Yeah, you know, yeah Ramsdale and a few of the others. There's a few that don't... Mm, don't feel I put Ramsdale, so. Pickford and Dean Henderson all in the same boat. All in the same boat for me. What? Like, neither's better than the other. They all got major flaws and they all think yeah. that they are the best goalkeepers since sliced bread. And then, yeah. Don't think also for Pickford, give devil issue. I actually thought he had, I actually thought he had a good season last year. I think he's the reason Everton stayed up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't think if it wasn't for Pickford, I think they would have been relegated a lot sooner. Uh, I still think he's got crap footwork, which is why a lot of his shots look like Hollywood saves. And that's also, yeah. Ramsdale has the same thing. Uh, to be fair, Shane uh, Dean Henderson Shane, the same thing. Yeah, Shane uh, Shane Davron of uh, Trippers fame um, also talks about me. Obviously, Shane has played League of Ireland as, as a goalkeeper. So you know, to be fair, he knows what he's talking about with goalkeepers, and that's he says that's what that's what the elite keepers are really good at is it's footwork, which why everything looks so easy, which is why we don't yeah. do as many Hollywood saves. That's what the European goalkeepers are. Oh, they're not great. Where like like where's the camera save? I was like, if you're making camera saves. Something's wrong. You've done something wrong. Or it's a great like, shot. With, with the footwork, or it's just a great shot that you've got mm-hmm. to pull out the spectacular. But if you're having to do camera saves all the time, it's always footwork. That's the problem. Mm. Very good. Very good. Very good. Cool. So we've covered Barella. We have covered him. Who else has been linked? Oh, the other one has been linked to United, who, and this did seem to cause a bit of a Twitter meltdowns. Uh, Anthony, I. I think United just needs to get linked with anyone from Ajax. Is it just a thing that he's been know. linked with this whole team? And he's been linked with this whole team. Um, bit like, bit like, Brenda, bit like when Brendan Rodgers tries to buy the half of Swansea squad for Liverpool. It doesn't. It doesn't. Paul saying he like he couldn't buy like half the team. He like he wanted like Ashley Williams, Scott Sinclair. Oh, um, can you imagine? I think oh. like, he got away with just getting Joe Allen, and I was like, yeah, you can have Joe Allen, but keep your mitts off the rest of them. Oh, little, um, wee, little, little wee Joe. Bless him. Yeah, it's a bit worrying that he wants half the team, though. Like, I think he was linked with Lissandra Martinez. Apparently, he might be going to Arsenal. Yeah, Vaughan as well. We'll look with him. Yeah. Number one, um, obviously, he's no longer at Liverpool, is Michael Edwards, who's been linked recently with both Chelsea and Man United. Which, look, you know. I think it was linked abroad as well. I saw PSG Bayern, yeah. not Bayern, so Real Madrid was on that list. I saw uh, I saw uh, Mel Mel Reddy, uh, who's now you now works Sky, saying uh, he just wants to break. I think he just wants to break from football, so it might be one of those ones he wants a year sabbatical and see who it is. I could see him doing the Chelsea thing because I wonder if it's starting a project against more of the yeah. appeal. You know, my, my kind of, money would be him he, Chelsea he, he, for next summer. Because he built the uh, the Liverpool, you know, he basically built the Liverpool recruitment structure. You know, it's all in place I just now. Hope even, even though it's out. 
yeah. But you know I mean you put the systems in place, you know, who signs off what. I mean, the talk is, you know, obviously as much as we love to praise Michael, he doesn't do every deal. You know, there are other people who do the deals for him, but the set parameters before an editor or a junior will get involved. So maybe that's maybe that's what he likes to do. It's almost like setting it up from the ground. Once it's up and running, maybe he's like I don't really I don't need to do as much. I've done the main thing I want to do, you know, so I want to go back and sell it again. Yeah, uh, yeah, possibly, yeah. Like Chelsea Jinx. seems like the most ideal situation for him next yeah. summer. Uh, James Stevens, new person chat, says, "What about selling Matip and Bobby this window and getting some money in for the for the for the right winger?" I don't think we'd sell no. Matip because I think that's the best our centre back strength has looked. I do feel like that. I think Bobby's, is, is he going to have three years left or two years left this summer? Matip, I can't yeah. two or three. Bobby, two or three. Uh, if it's two, I think we need to start considering is it going to get whether or not he's going to get a new contract or are we thinking about letting him go? How old, how old do you know? 30, he's 30, 31? 30, 31. So in two, if you kept him for a year to go, 32, 33, might be the right time then. I'm talking Joe Gomez getting an extension. But the other thing is, touch wood, we're hoping last season is the norm now for Matip where he's available 80% of the time. Yeah, you know, true. So I think this will be the test this this season is, can can we replicate that? Because if, look, if he, if Matip's fit for 80% of the season, we've seen he's a really, really good player. Yeah. So, you know, Bobby's an interesting, I don't think there's a market for him, for money. Yeah, I think he's... I think the injuries are cut. He's one of the ones where uh, he'd probably go for free. Because out yeah. of the front three, you'd think one signs, one gets sold, one mm. goes on, on on a free. And he was the one that was like, yeah, he's probably going to go on a free. I I can't see anyone paying money for him. Cool. And I'm going to bastardise this name because I can't pronounce it. Uh, Tayu Awanyi of uh, Academy Fame for Liverpool, who's permanently on loan. Uh, apparently he's on his way to Forest for 17.5 million and Liverpool have a 10% uh, sell-on clause with him as well. Because yes. him, the move to uh, Germany did him. The world of good, yeah. Well, 20 goals and five assists in all competitions last season, yeah. So, pretty decent. good. I mean, of course, we have, we have the usual hindsight brigade who say, well, Why didn't he say Liverpool? And we could, we could have used that, but I think it's because he I played regularly, yeah. So, we'll have to, we'll have to see. Uh, apparently, Matip's contract expires well. in 2024, so it's not too well. So, yeah, does really well, except against us, yeah. Uh, oh, here we go, bonkers. Into your fighting, Tommy Fury versus Jake Paul at MSG. Okay, we're done. We're done now. Uh, we're <laughs> done now. I mean, to be honest, I think he's fighting an actual fighter who isn't retired, and he's probably similar in weight class. He's picked all someone these... who's a novice as well. I know, but he can't have everything. I mean, lately he's been going for people who are retired, or he's oh. been coming out Paddy Pimblet, who's like six stone lighter than him. Oh yeah, great! I'll beat up Paddy Pimblet. Well, you six don't ever. You bloody should do. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Pick, it's a bit like find someone your own size and see how you get on. He's making money for himself. He's making a niche for himself. But celebrity boxing—it's not for me, to be honest. It's yeah, I just—I—I I, I don't know. I don't, don't know. Don't care. I'd love for Jake Paul to get slept on the on the canvas. But I think it's what he plays for, doesn't uh, he? It's he plays. not going to happen. I think Tommy Fury is going to beat him on points. It's going to be boring. It's going to be dull. Um, people are going to get ripped off for it. <laughs> Do you mean you? Because yeah. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get used to the watch longer. <laughs> you're like, no, don't put me through you this. You have to pay for no. the pay-per-view because I'm not paying 25 quid for that. It's going to be oh, come quid. on. Oh, come on. God, where's your fun? Cool. No way. Uh, so any other deals uh, so the only other things Liverpool related is the talk is Gomez and Cater they're trying to sort their contracts out this summer yeah Gomez I understand uh, Naby Cater <laughs> it, it seems to be Klopp loves him and let's be fair when he's been fit this year he's thrown him into a lot of big games the only reason I thought he might not sign a big contract was there was a fitness doubt over Fabinho and Thiago and he risked and them both in the Champions League final. And this is not Captain Hindsight because look, I, I, the midfield three starters, the midfield I would have started. So this is not me saying why it's just the event, but you know, Tiago had his little wobble, you know, and at no point did you think Katie was coming on, and then he came on for like ten minutes to go, and you know, 
ballooned that shot over Ooh. the bar. Um, depends how in a similar, but in a, in a similar position. But then again, I suppose season hands but in a similar position in a way to Atletico Madrid, he smashed it top corner. So you know, yeah, that's true. Twelve it depends on the length of the contract, whether or not he's going to get a long-term deal. He's already on the fair chunk of wage. I think he's like on 120, 140 a week, wage-wise. I'm it's not my money. I don't want to get too concerned about yeah, wages. Yeah, if, the club, if the club offers him a contract and they sign it, then both parties yeah. are happy. So, as long as he's not getting like a massive pay rise. Because if he's getting a massive pay rise, then there'll be some some questions that should be asked. Why is he getting a massive pay rise when mm. this is probably the first season he's actually stayed fit for a majority of the season. Yeah, good question by uh, James Stevens. It's good to see some, some new names in the chat, actually. Um, will Klopp use Bobby as, a, as an attacking mid now? He could do. That could be one way of tweaking things. Or I, I think about... he could change system next season. Yeah, um, but as um, Oscar from All TV pointed out, if Liverpool do go to 4-2-3, well, we haven't got many players who can play number 10. Bobby can. But he hasn't played it for a while, and he keeps picking up a lot, a lot of injuries. Carvalho, Carvalho, but he's a he's a kid. Jones isn't isn't a ten. He's he's a centre mid, or he's left of a, of that three behind. And it's the same right to the three behind. So we don't really have many number ten ish types. Thiago did play number ten, but I mean that was in his early buying days. Well, that's a long time ago. So yeah, that's a that's, long time ago. Exactly. It's not that he can't play; it's just that it's not a position he plays. There's probably reasons to play anymore. So you know, maybe Harvey it, Elliott. Maybe, but again, I don't think he's got the discipline to play there yet, especially off the ball. I think that's where Harvey needs to do some work this summer. Yes, is off the, his off the ball defensive work needs improvement. I think he's got. The right eye for a pass, and I think he's a, a clever player. I and mean, look, he's only a, he's only a kid; he's only eighteen. But Same that was man. the Curtis Jones. That was the Curtis Jones issue two years ago. Was off the ball; he didn't do enough. He's lazy. Work. I actually think defensively, Curtis Jones got a lot better. I mean, we saw him in Southampton away game. He played that um, he played that left side role really, really well. You know, a little yeah. bit genius. You know, if he can do that on a consistent basis, Jones will get lots of minutes. I think he's already up to seventy appearances now for Liverpool. Which I think he's only twenty one. Oxlade Chamberlain last season, like they had similar minutes, around fifteen minutes each. Yeah, I think the big thing was he's just hit a bit of forms when he got that detached retina, wasn't it? Which was um, <sighs> it takes a long time to come out from a detached retina, which is oh, a very yeah. odd. In- it's a hard injury to get. Whereas Chamberlain was a lot of times on the bench and didn't even get anywhere near the starting eleven. Yeah, so, yeah, I. I do think his his chapter's closing this summer, and I do think even if you get like ten million for him, I think that's the magic number. Yeah, I think he might. I think he might. Be, be gone. I think he might. I think he might be right. I mean, he's just got so, but we'll we'll see. Uh, John was saying, uh, we, whatever happens, we need to sign a couple of a, a midfielders over the next couple of years. Probably true. Um, we've signed one midfielder in four years. That's mental. It's wait, depends how you look. Depends how you look at it. You know, Henderson. You know, because when we had. Henson, Fabinho, Wijnaldum, uh, Milner a few years ago, there was that that sort of robustness yeah. worked for us. Slowly brought in the Thiago, you know, and then he's promoted youth in Jones and Elliot, and obviously now we've added Carvalho. Carvalho is interesting. Your customers are four. I mean, I know the press says he's a forward, but he's more of a midfield number ten. For I me. think. For, I think. I think Callum said it. Like he think he'll play left wing behind Diaz. Mm. And I think that's where he'll he'll play probably majority in the front three positions um, this season, and then maybe once he beds himself in, then we might see him, you know, mould him into that Coutinho esque left side of that three. So he's got to piss off the Barcelona. So he's got to piss off the Barcelona in three. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no, 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 no. Minus <laughs> that part, but we're going to get the. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, listen, with the likes of Calvin Ramsey and Carvalho, I don't really know what to expect from them in terms of I've seen bits of Carvalho play. Look, he looks really talented, looks an exciting young player, but he's still 19. So I'm a bit like, yeah, I'm not I, putting all my hopes on it. I'm not putting all my pressure. No, the one who will have the pressure on me will be, will be Nunes because yeah. he's, he's 65 million pound. He's a number nine, which, you know, parts of him have been crying out for a, a while. So, well, see, but he's a penny. He's twenty. He hits the ground running. Yeah, he's young. He's twenty-two. He's next, but he's a, he's 
played quite a bit of football. Today, Chris. Oh, he's 23 now, sorry. Yeah, he's, 23. Oh, he's, he's passed it now and he's 23. Oh, oh yeah, he's done. Sell him. Sell him now, yeah. No good. No, go- no goals against 23. So He's had no goals that. and he's already had a birthday already. Uh, outrageous. Not sco- didn't, score on his tw- didn't score for Liverpool until he was 23. Outrageous. Um, <laughs> so I was asking here, can City be sanctioned the same way Chelsea was? I'm not sure what that comment's about. That. If you, yeah, if you want to... Elaborating that, then lawyers, no way. <laughs> that's probably not what so. Anything else you want to add, mate? Before we, before we get more out of chat, it's, we've, we've done an hour. We've been very uh, well behaved. I don't think there's been much apart from the transfers. Nothing massive has happened. No. Well, not in the world of football. I mean, outside the world of football, um, we did hit our failure target of yes. Uh, Yes, ten thousand. Ten thousand. Uh, was it? I think it was last night, Gavin. Is it? Which is uh, amazing yes. news. You know, thank you to everybody who donated. Uh, and if you didn't donate and you shared it, thank you very much. Um, you know, big shout out to Gav. You know, he doesn't like being getting praised. So I'll get told off for this later. But you know, <laughs> fair play to him. You know, he, uh, he he always gets behind these causes and he he really gets these things going. So look, if you don't know, you know, Failacon details are in the description below. If, we can still give if you want to. You want to. We can we can go for more. Uh, but listen, yeah. that's that's great news. That getting um, ten thousand pounds for Vale on that that'll do then the world of good and not make a really big difference. So thank you very much from all of us here at Day Trippers for everyone who donated and shared. That's really really appreciated. Absolutely, cool. Right, um, and let right give the chat five minutes. Any any random questions? Doesn't have to be sport. We can do random ones as well. Yeah, bit of, bit of funny, you know. Even Stop. if someone asked me when's my channel, uh, when when's the mess getting its own channel? Because that got asked last week, and I tried to not crap myself laughing. That was oh, the, yeah, I, I'll be honest. That mess seems to be getting closer. So either you're adding more to it, or it's going to take no, over at some no, point. Nothing's nothing's gotten closer. Nothing's gotten closer. <laughs> I would have had my green screen up, but on Streamyard, it wouldn't cover all of me, and you would have seen the mess still. So part of things that would have been funnier. It's like you. I've tried to hide it, but not quite. Yeah, I might. I might do it next week if I don't have the dog in the room with me. Then I might do it. I don't know. Dogs be the best bit. <laughs> I know. Though it may be the best bit, but like when you're trying to like settle him down as well. But he's settled down. He's he's lying down now. So typical. Oh. He settles down, and it's right near the end. <laughs> Yes, uh, Laura's put, oh, oh, are you letting Red Steve have free run questions? I will let Red Steve have free run questions, but he, he better get his question quickly. You know, come, you know, I've not known the chat to be this quiet. We're normally uh, very, very chatty. Yeah. So I'm just trying to see what else has happened in the in the world of sport. Is it Wimbledon starts? Oh, Wimbledon starts next week, doesn't it? Yes, Wimbledon starts. Yes, that's, that's true. true. Oh, you got bonkers uh, yeah. also, do you like a crisp sandwich? <sighs> No. But I don't mind. You don't. Oh, mate, you just got to try harder. Nah. Can't be. Can't no. be a Chris sandwich. You know, yeah, quite Wimbledon. No. It's okay. So interesting. So for bonkers, me, it's a yes. For Luke, it's a no, which is very disappointing. Nope. Luke, if they reshot, oh, we go. If they reshot the end of Game of Thrones, would you go back and reshoot you? <laughs> would you go back and reshoot your scenes? Which scenes? I've not watched Game of Thrones. Oh no! I feel like that was a really good job by Red Steve. Unfortunately, neither of us have watched it, so it's kind of that's it's... all. The only thing I watched right was the end, the end finale, and I said to my partner, "I was like, that's the end of Game of Thrones," and she was like, "Yes." Par- I was like, yeah, par- my goodness, that looked rubbish, and I've yeah, never I... even seen it. I saw like, the fallout. Yeah. I saw the fallout, and it was like, "Oof!" Uh, someone just put Australia won the World Cup of Darts, which is always nice to know. There you go. Jake's got a question. What should we do with Salah? Play him. Give him what he wants. No jokes. <laughs> jokes that's not a joke. <laughs> Give him what he wants. Um, um, I, my opinion, it's set in stone. He'll just play the season now and we'll, we'll wave him goodbye in the summer. Next summer, not this summer. It looks like he's going for free, but I've got, I'm still holding out hope that he's going to drop his demands. Because I don't see us dropping. I think he's going to find out that when no one comes in from this summer and he's going to look around Europe and go, yeah, there's nowhere else I think he'll uh, sign. Unless, unless he's already unless he's already spoke to the club he wants to go to. 
Yeah, true. True. But I do not want to see him in the Premier League next season if Ooh. it isn't for Liverpool. Now, this is the sort of question I like to hear. What's your go go to fruit to use as a weapon? Apparently, banana is the go to fruit for the criminal pedigree guns. Let's go. What, so, what's your go to weapon? Go to fruit. I mean, if you threw a pineapple or something, that, that, that'd do some damage. It hurts as well. Oh, it's heavy and prickly. Pineapple pretty. I, I pineapple prickly. I mean, to us, it's not funny. You can't conceal it, though. That's any problem. But yeah. I'm going to look at pineapple because you can get some momentum when you hit someone with it. So we've got and pineapple. Oh, well. Laura Duffy's got a watermelon. I mean, that's got more heft. More heft. That'll probably, probably give you a concussion, but it wouldn't spike it. So, you know. No. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, so there you go. See, that's the sort of questions we like. Um, Can't apple is the best grenade. You can just pull the stem. <laughs> pull the stem. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a great one. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, that'll be good. I, I think I don't think we're going to top that. So I think Colin and I will we'll, we'll give that to what's that? Red Steve's. No, no Avo's Avo. Avo gets a comment of the night with a uh, what fruit? What fruit would you use as a weapon? Because to be honest, that's a sort of random question I quite like. We should do that one night. Just just, just leave it open to the chat to ask us loads of random questions. Yes. If they're on sport, that's a bit of a bonus. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. So right. So for the rest of the week, uh, Gavin, the guys, will be back on Sunday with uh, Fatback Four. Uh, then it'd be the and then just keep your bell notification on because there will be shows during the week. But you know, we're, we're now in the the realms of no football, no preseason. So you know, I'm sure there'll be quizzes, more quizzes, drafts, quizzes, drafts. Uh, I watched the draft on Wednesday. It was brilliant. Um, really, really <laughs> funny. Kev got the best draw though. It just kept getting like. Oh, I'll get Spain, I'll get Holland. I was like, what's going on here? You Kev know? rigged it, that's why. <laughs> Kev rigged it, yeah. <laughs> Keith going full um, full heel and everyone and winding everyone up, which I'll be honest, that's <laughs> Keith, Keith is at his best in these drafts. He, he just goes full heel and just plays mind games with everyone. He's brilliant. And then you, me, and hopefully Kev will be back on Friday. We'll do a bit more Sports Unplugged. I'll let you know how the England game went on for the women, what it was like being in Old Trafford and but it's not watching Man United, so it's probably all right. Yeah, just hopefully you don't get wet from this leaking roof. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I will check the roof's status and I will feed back to see how, how bad it is. I mean, hopefully it won't rain. That'd be quite nice. Yes. I, need to book a car park. I also need to book a car park because I've realised um, I forgot. <laughs> so it's it's also parking out on Tuesday. Otherwise, I've, it's going to be an interesting trip. I might as well to park in Manchester, isn't it? You know, crawled. Yeah. So, so yeah, so until then, listen, guys, thanks for watching. Um, Stay tuned and we'll see you guys very, very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.